Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the New Birth Podcast. There's a word of hope for you today and we are excited for what God is doing here at New Birth. For more information, visit our website, nbplaceofhope.com. Now for the message by our senior pastor, Gabby Mejia. Today, I want to share, share about a story that is found in John chapter 4. And I'm going to read verses 7 through 10. Uh, maybe of you, many of you maybe are, are may, uh, may um, know the story uh, is the encounter of Jesus with the Samaritan woman. And this is what the Bible says, verses 7 through 10, uh, John chapter 4. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water from the well, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who is that that ask you, and who is it that ask you for a drink? You will have asked him, and he will have given you living water. Amen. New birth is known as a place of hope for people of all walks of life, no matter their backgrounds, their struggles, their needs, their shame, their pains, or their fears. As a place of hope for many, we are becoming more like Christ. People need to know what God can do. People need to know his gift for them. The gift of God for humanity is grace, mercy, forgiveness, and transformation. Once you know the gift, Something changes within you. Notice that I'm not saying once you have the gift, but I'm using the expression once you, once you know the gift of God, you will then have the power that you need to be free, victorious, and a person of influence. Chapter 4, Jesus encountered a woman, a Samaritan woman at the well. And Jesus, throughout his ministry, he encountered many people. But I, I, I like the story of the woman, uh, the Samaritan woman at the well, because she represents the many needs that many of us have or had as we came to know the Lord. And I want to go over five characteristics that I see in this woman that maybe we have gone through that experience or are going through that experience right now or know about, of someone that is going through those struggles. When Jesus sat and asked the woman to give him something to drink, she put up a fight. She, she put up her defenses because there was nothing um, um, that united Jews and Samaritans. And sometimes God asks us that same question to us. Can you give me something from your well? And we find out 
that our well, the well of our soul is empty. That is why Jesus then tell her, if you knew who is the one that is asking you for a drink, you will have asked him to give you water. Because Christ, God, is the source of the living water, the kind of water that we need, the kind of water that we thirst for. Sometimes we don't have anything within us to give out to someone. But Christ has everything that we need from him and to be victorious. That is the gift of God for us. But these are the five characteristics that I saw in this woman. Number one, she had a bad reputation. Her wrong choices in life had won her the label of non grata, of, of, of being a, of bad reputation. How many of us can identify ourselves with, with this situation? We have uh, made wrong choices in our lives and, that, and, and those choices are hunting us. And people do not waste time to remind us about our wrongdoing in the past. It is not easy for a person after being labeled by society knowing that people are always talking bad about you, judging you for your mistakes. They might know your name, but they do not know your story. And Jesus knew that the woman, the Samaritan woman was going through this struggle. She was labeled in her town. She was labeled at her job. She was labeled in her, uh, in, in, within her family as a person of bad reputation. Jesus could have added himself to that group. But instead, he told her, if you knew the gift of God. You need to know the gift of God. You need to know what God can do to break that chain. Number two, the second characteristic that I see in this woman is that she was alone. The, culture, the cultural norm was that all the women in town went together to look for water either in the morning or before sunset to avoid the heat of the sun and... and in the high and the high temperatures of that region but she was looking for water at noon at 12 o'clock the hottest moment of the day she was by herself no friends went with her she went at that time because she knew nobody was going to be doing that at that time She didn't join the other women in town in in the morning or in the afternoon hours People that are alone suffer from emotional pain. They might not tell you that they feel alone, but their actions show that they are alone. This woman never told Jesus that she felt alone. She never confessed to Jesus that she was rejected by the other women. But by her action, we, we get to that conclusion. She was looking for water when no one was looking for water. People that feel alone, they tend to isolate themselves. And there is a dangerous place to be because Satan takes advantage when you are isolated. 
people that are alone, uh, become a time bomb. They're going to explode at some point. They are more propensed to suffer from depression and anxiety. Maybe this woman was going to a depression, a deep depression, anxiety, and no one helped her. And she was hiding her feelings by being isolated and going through the well by herself. Jesus saw that in her. There's an interesting point in this story that Jewish people, when they will go from Nazareth to, to Jerusalem, they had to go through Samaria, but many Jewish, Jewish people went the longer route to, uh, um, to avoid going through Samaria because there were some social conflict between Jewish and Samaritans. The Jewish people did not like the Samaritan because Samaritans were the result of Jewish people marrying people that were not Jewish. So Jewish people thought that Samaritans were not 100% Jewish. And Samaritans felt rejected by the Jewish people. So they, it grow, grow, grew on them a rejection towards the Jewish people as well. But in the story said that Jesus had to go through Samaria. And I, I, I can picture that conversation in my mind when the disciples were telling Jesus, you don't have to go through Samaria. We can go around Samaria. You know the conflict that we have between a Jewish and Samaritans. But Jesus insisted, I need to go through Samaria. Because he knew that there, were, there was a need in Samaria. There are some times that Jesus provoked things to happen in our lives because he's going to meet our need in the moment that we less expected. Jesus came to Samaria because he knew he was going to meet this woman. Those are the moments that we call divine appointments. We don't know how they happen, but God made them happen. When she's talking to him, he knew she was into a depression, in, in, in a deep depression, going through anxiety. He could have labeled her too and rejected her. Because it's easier for us to go on on our life and not be involved in the struggles of other people. But Jesus didn't take that approach. He looked at her with grace, with mercy, with love, and told her, if you knew the gift of God and what he can do. That is what new birth is all about. Telling people that are hurt, telling people that are struggling, that you need to know the gift of God. We, we, we were singing a few minutes ago that our, our salvation was bought through the blood of Jesus Christ. And now Jesus wants to give that gift of forgiveness and grace to us. It is, it is our responsibility to take it or reject it. It is our responsibility to come running to the cross or go running away from the cross. But the gift is already there for you. Christmas is approaching. 
And some of us as parents, we tell our kids, if you behave, you will have a gift in Christmas. If you behave, I will speak personally, I will personally speak with Santa Claus because I know him. I have his phone number. I have his cell phone number. I can text him or email him. If you behave, I will tell him to bring you a gift. But if you don't behave, you won't be getting a gift on Christmas. God is not like that. This is a woman that represents many of us. She's broken. She's hurt. She has made so many wrong decisions. And Jesus is telling her, what you need is not one more rejection. What you need is the gift of God. That is grace, ladies and gentlemen. That is what the church is all about. That is why you and I are here. When I came a few months ago to, to New Birth, that, 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 that has been my experience. I came here in a challenging time, in a difficult time in my Christian walk, and New Birth embraced me and gave me hope. If I'm standing here preaching again, it's because this church helped me to have hope again. This woman needed someone to speak to her about hope because everybody else was rejecting her and, and, and pointing fingers at her. How many of us have had that experience? People pointing finger at us. It comes to a point that sometimes we think, I don't know better. I don't know how to make things right. I, I, I'm always uh, making the wrong choices because we believe what people are telling us. But we have not heard what God has to say about us because he doesn't see us for our mistakes. He doesn't see us for our struggles. He sees the potential that is within us once we know and meet his gift for us. Number three, This lady, this woman, was biased. She, she brings up the social conflict between Jewish and Samaritan. And he, he, she's telling Jesus, we are different. We don't have anything in common. And that is, that is a problem that many churches have today. They don't reach to their community because they think we are different from them. They don't reach to the need, the, 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 the persons that are in need, because we said we don't have anything in common. And we looked at languages, and we look at the color of our skin, and we look at backgrounds. But that is not the DNA of new birth. We are not going to look those things. We are going to embrace everybody that needs, hallelujah, to know the gift of God. And that is the heart of our pastor and that is the DNA of this church. This is not a Hispanic church or an American church. This is the church. This, this is how heaven is going to look like. And many people have said, and I'm, 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 I'm a Hispanic by, by birth, and I'm proud of my, my roots. And many people said, in, in heaven, we're going to speak Spanish. In heaven, we are not going to speak Spanish. In heaven, we are going to speak love, and we need to learn that language here on earth. 
What she didn't realize was that she was treating Jesus the same way she hated to be treated by others. She was biased against Jesus. She was rejecting him based on prejudice. People rejected her and that brought pain to her. And now she's doing the same thing to Jesus. She's rejecting him. That is wrong. If you have been a victim of, 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 of uh, abuse, do not abuse your children. If you have been a victim of, of, of a divorce, do not seek a divorce for yourself. If you have been a victim of rejection, do not reject others. How many times we project to others the very same thing that, brought, that has brought us pain. Don't do that. You are perpetuating the, the wrong thing to the next generation. That is why Jesus has to stop this wrong circle. And, he's, and, and he said to her, you need to know the gift of God. You don't have to continue to reject people because you have been rejected. You don't have to continue hating people because you are the, the victim of hate, hatred. You need to know the gift of God. You need to know what God can do. This woman not only was labeled as a, as a woman of bad reputation, not only she was alone and isolated, And bias, she was hungry for love. In verses 16 and 17, she, uh, we, we found out that she was in her sixth relationship with a man. She wants to be desired. She wants to be loved. She wants to feel that she is special to someone. Instead, she has been utilized and rejected over and over again. That hurts. She thinks the next relationship is going to heal me. And she's finding out that the next relationship is hurting her more. Your current problems and difficulties and struggle in your marriage will not be solved within, with the next marriage. And we think that's going to happen. I need to be free from this situation because the next relationship I'm really going to enjoy. No, you are not free because you're no longer with that person. You are not free because you have not received the gift of God in your heart. And, and, and you're going to take your hurt and you're going to take your, 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 your brokenness to the next relationship. Let me tell you, this is what the people that know and study this said. Once you have been divorced, it's easier for the next time around to be divorced. She's, she's hungry for love. She thinks the next relationship is going to make her feel better. But instead... She's been in her sixth relationship and she still 
hurt. And Jesus could have told her, you don't have hope. I know of people that have been married three times, but you've been married six times. That's a record. Lady, I cannot help you. <coughs> Go and find out somebody else to help you. I don't even, even want to be uh, 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 affiliated with you, associated with you. I don't want to, people to think that I'm, I'm being, uh, I'm, I'm flirting with you. You know, he looks at her. She know, he knows she's in pain. Like many people, even though they, they, they post happy pictures in Facebook, many of them are hurt. And because they are so hurt, they want to receive at least a, 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 an, a, an affirmation from someone and now in the media in the social media generation somebody that doesn't even know you can affirm you and that's enough for you and for me but you really you, you are in, in a need of something more than a like in a Facebook page you need to know the gift of God And Jesus looked at her and said, you are hurt. You need to know the gift of God. You need to know what can God give you and do for you. What those six men have not done for you in all these years, God can do in a second for you. The last thing, the last characteristic that I see in this lady, and like I said at the beginning, maybe... Those, all these five characteristics are the characteristic of our society, of many people, many of them in this room. She was religious. <laughs> she knew about religion and she was willing to argue with Jesus about it. People can have religion without knowing God's gift and what he can do. We see them all the time. She went to church, but no one was interested in her real need. This is a tragedy, people. This is also the reason many people walk away from God. God doesn't disappoint people. People disappoint people. And, and in my years of, 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 of ministry as a pastor, I've seen and I met people that are walking away from the Lord because they came to the church with expectation and the people in the church hurt them. Yesterday, I was listening the orient the membership orientation here for new birth. And one of the things that pastor said from the beginning, this is going to be a different type of church. We are going to embrace everybody. We are not going to have a bad testimony of what Christ can do in a person. We want everybody that comes to our church to feel welcome and to have hope again and to dream again. It is a tragedy when people come to church and they leave back to their home with the same struggle because no one cared. And this woman was the 
result of that. She knew about her religion. In verse 19, she is arguing against Jesus about religion. Can you imagine someone having the, 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 the guts to argue against Jesus about religion? This is, the, this, is this woman. So she, she felt comfortable with her religiosity. But it's not about having religion. It's about having Christ and the Holy Spirit within you. Jesus looked at her and says, you need to know the gift of God. Jesus is not here to judge you because of your condition. Instead, he extends his grace. John 10.10 10 says, the thief, the thief, Satan, comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But, but I, Jesus, have come that you may have life and have it to the full. God's gift is Christ. And he came to give us his grace so we can be free and live a full life, an abundant life. Knowledge is power. Knowledge gives people the opportunity to stop living in the dark and empowers them to be free and achieve more. When you know the gift of God, you have the power of God working on your behalf. You need to know the three powers that come from heaven. The power of the word of God. The power of the blood of God. And the power of the Holy Spirit. Once you know those powers. You are free. You are victorious. You become a person of influence in your world. When the Samaritan woman met God's gift. Christ the Messiah. She was not only free and transformed from within. But she was also empowered to go to her town. And tell even those who have rejected her. About God's gift. Jesus ended up spending two days in this town. And many more were able to know God's gift. And this is what we want to happen in new birth. At the beginning of chapter 4. This woman is broken. This woman is hurt. This woman is by herself. At the end of the chapter, she is going in, in her town, knocking on doors, telling people, you, know, you need to know the gift of God. You need to know the gift of God. Her shame was wiped out from her. And now she's empowered. Many people do not embrace the power of God to tell others about God because they're still in shame the gift of God removes that from you <laughs> it is the vision of new birth to be the place of hope for many that are hurt or just wondering if there is more for their life whether it is through the Sunday celebration in one of our campuses or hope groups on, on Wednesdays or, or youth service on Fridays or pantry ministry every other Monday or feeding the homeless every other uh, Friday. God wants us not only to embrace the gift for us, but to share it with others.
We hope this message has inspired you. As a place of hope, our church is committed to reach our community. If you'd like more information about New Birth, visit our website at nbplaceofhope.com.